All right, nigga, don't, <laughs> don't drink it. Next thing you know, you be three minutes and ah! <laughs> you got me. It sound like you got tased. <laughs> when I was like 24 at work, I used to work at nights. And I used to just be watching people getting tased for hours. Because that's yeah. the shit. Yeah. That shit is the, the most hilarious thing to me. I'm I don't sure know why people don't just calm the fuck down when cops come around. Because I'm like, that's the last thing I want to happen is get tased. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, having cops around is a, a very uh, anxiety Actually, no, no, no. That is not the worst thing that can happen in that situation. Oh, always, yeah, but yeah, getting tased is, I guess, the most embarrassing. Yeah, lynch, nigga. <laughs> it's the most embarrassing, exactly. <laughs> go to the bathroom on yourself. You can, and then they don't let you take a shower. You go straight to central booking. That's the crazy thing. Piss, piss all down your <laughs> You're just sitting there and cell, with cellmates. And they mad at you. Beating you up and shit. You're like, nah, let me explain, though, dog. Nah, nigga, you can't be in there shitting your pants, nigga. <laughs> when I come to bookings, I like to be comfortable, nigga. You, you offended me right now, nigga. What's really good, y'all? It's your man DJ Playboy, and I'm back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. We are in the building to my left. We got my co-host, Miss Perfect Touch. Hey, yo, niche. What's going on? Yeah. Hey, yo, what? niche. What? Uh, what up, people? It's a good life. And to my right, we got the man, the myth, the legend. He took a week off, but he's back in the building. Hey, he's here. What's good, Keith? Hi-yo. Hi, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what is good, man? How's everybody doing? Yo, I'm alright, man. I was trying to find my my phone charger. I tell you, I can't find none of my. Like, we are all over the place today, like with uh, chargers and cords and everything. You yeah, can't find it any, like more than today, or nah, nah. Uh, like you know, last night was last night. Gotcha. And I, I just, I don't even know. I'm happy to see y'all though. Yeah, What's yeah. good. What's Life good. Is- how's how's everything? Life is good, man. I'm feeling uh highly favored and definitely very blessed. So I can't Ooh. complain. You got to speak it into existence, you know. I hear you, man. Woke up this morning. I can't complain. My feet on the floor. My nose to the sky. Ha! There you go. We gonna, oh, I'm going to try something a little different because usually we do wedding talk. But I have, I have a question for you, Keith. What's good with the bachelor party, dog? <laughs> Where's it going down at? Where are they popping it fast? And <laughs> dropping it low. I ain't got no bachelor party. <laughs> nah. Smart man. Smart yeah. man. That, that will get you in trouble. <laughs> for real, though, not doing nothing. Just... Uh, not to not to my knowledge, I have a small wedding party. Um, my father's my only best man, so usually the best man plans it, or at least Yo, one you're of you. You're getting mad points right now. He ain't taking you to strip. Ladies program. love Keith, man. <laughs> nah, my father didn't take me to the titty bar this <laughs> time. <laughs> not this time. Ain't nothing wrong with shaking it fast and watching yourself, ladies. Keep doing what you're doing. Get that money. Not this. Not from Keith though. He ain't getting get me on that, man. Yo, so we are back, man. A lot of shit happening in the news. I do want to send a shout out to all the victims of uh, Hurricane Harvey once again, and definitely the victims of uh, Hurricane Irma. I think that hit Florida. 
Um, yeah. Definitely hold your head up out there. You know what I mean? Hopefully power's back on. And, you know what I mean? Worst case scenario, just throw the Perfect Talk podcast on and rock out for 11 episodes because this is the 11th episode. We yeah. double digits. We doing it big. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, all that. We are doing it, y'all. Yeah, we appreciate y'all. For, for real, real, for real, man. Everything's good, though. Life is good. But I got a question. You know, I'd like to do the little let a plick a no segment. What up? So I've been, I've been past couple months experiencing just talk, you know talking to my homies. Um, I noticed uh-huh. maybe like three of my homeboys have had a female uh, supervisor put in put into place. So either she was there from before or she was put into place. Okay. And then I kind of noticed after that happened, they were like, eh, "I'm not really feeling this job anymore." Not to say the two things were related, but um, there we go. Not to say the two things were related, but I kind of got that vibe from them, like. It was that they, you know, obviously they just don't want to say it. Um, so I guess I I I, I look at that, and then uh, I kind of look at the election that happened with Hillary Clinton losing. Um, also a large number of white female voters voted for Donald Trump, and it just leads me in a place like, all right, so where we at with it? Like, do we as a society have a problem taking orders from or working for women, or is it just like that's just the way things have been going? Coincidence? What do y'all think? Let it click enough. Go ahead, Keith, because we miss you. Yeah, I think I think yeah, society does have a problem taking orders from women, just in general, mm-hmm. um, and it, it especially depends on the setting. When you think about some settings that are more known for being misogynistic, you think about some uniformed services, um, sports. You you hear it a lot in sports, especially sports where they they don't have a lot of women, like the NFL. I guess that's or just any man sport. I yeah. guess. <laughs> any any um, men's sport. But yeah, they have a problem with with women being taking orders from women, taking instruction. Um, yeah, I mean, remember like episode two or three? I think that we had here. We spoke about Mike Francesa. He was like adamant that there's no way that a woman could coach Ben's basketball. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and it was just he was hard with it. Like, nah, it can't happen. She didn't play the sport. Like, like as if women's basketball is a completely different sport. And <laughs> but um, or was he talking? Yeah, he was talking about basketball. Yeah, it's like it's ridiculous. Like. I get that vibe from society myself. I let I let Nish touch on it. Yeah, no, I just pretty much like both of you guys said. I mean, you know, unfortunately, they try to shit on us mm-hmm. straight up. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 like that in in every field. You know, like you it's you really don't see a lot of women um in powerful positions in general. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's like once you get there, even with watching Insecure. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Molly had the whole situation where. Her coworker was getting like I think like ten thousand dollars more. She peeped her white her white her male white, coworker. Her, yeah, that's right. Her white male coworker. You know what I'm saying? And she was just like, damn. And she does way more work. So then she was trying to fit in, you know, with them outside of the job, just to try to, you know, hopefully that will compensate inside the job when yeah. she definitely deserved more, you know. And then um, I mean, I don't want to give it all away because uh. Well, shit. Was that yeah, season? give it all spoiler, away. Spoiler. Season two. Season two. <laughs> that's season two. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler Take your headphones off. <laughs> Insecure nah, season but, um, two. Yeah, how did, how did it end up playing out? Help me out, um, Keith. She. So she. Um, she went to multiple. She. she, it, she shit out. She did interview. She interviewed. She played the market to see mm-hmm. to get some offers. So she has some kind of leverage over her employer, her law, law yeah. firm that she's working at. And then at the end of the season, how that played out was that she interviewed, excuse me, not interviewed, but she uh, sat at the table to bargain with her bosses, her partners, mm-hmm. um, the partners of her law firm. Yeah. 
and they said, you know what? We realized that that you do contribute a lot, and we're giving you the Spirit Award. Like they gave us Spirit Award. Yo, which is they like, gave word. her an, a, a certificate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They literally gave us a certificate. So. Yo. Yeah, so I think I think um, they left it at that, but pretty much showing that you is know that the cliffhanger of the end of the season. Yeah. Or the I mean, it's not the main that? cliffhanger because. Yeah. But. but do remember too when she did interview when she was going through the different process process of different firms, she went to a black firm, uh-huh. and the black firm was just like, "Yo, we fucking with you. We love what you got going on. We 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 peeped your uh, your resume, but having you in person, you even more lit." And like, yo, this is. Like, fuck with us, you know what I'm saying? So then she was just trying to see, like, yo, does she stay with them? You know what I mean? Like, Keith was saying, does she stay with them or does she go black? You know, like, yeah. but everybody's telling her, like, yo, go with the money. and But she likes where she's at, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? She just wants to be seen as an equal. So just bringing everything back around, it's like, damn, like, you know, equal, equal opportunity, equal pay for us ladies. You know what I'm saying? We work just as hard. They touch on a lot of those, um, those issues on Insecure? Oh man, yeah. Insecure, insecure. I think is a is a is a dope ass show just because they do hit a lot of shit. I stay two years behind on shows, so I probably catch that two thousand twenty. I know. I was, trying to, <laughs> I was trying to talk to this cat about um Survivor's Remorse. She was like, "Oh, about to ruin some shit." Yo. for me. <laughs> I'm like, "Whoa, oh, nah, I don't watch that." I had to hit him with the whole season. Like, I had the finale ready. She's like, "Oh, you a season behind? My fault, dog." <laughs> <laughs> now, insecure, nah. insecure is a really important show. But yeah. as far as the the whole woman thing, I think um, whenever you have a minority. Mm-hmm. The, the, w- women are the majority minority i think a lot the the mainstream culture has a problem seeing them mm-hmm. at, in a certain role so if you're not used to seeing a woman in the in a leadership role Man. you just don't even want to think about giving a woman the uh, chance mm-hmm. and it, was, it happens with a lot of minorities in this case women another thing is how are women perceived when when you think about characteristics that a leader has you know, they, you think about strength and authority and all these different kinds of things. When a woman exercises it, they tend to be they tend Whoa. to be perceived as a bitch, yeah, yeah. Or, or or catty or, yep. or whatever. So when you, th- I think a good book to read on on this is Bossy Pants by Tina Fey, because mm. she was a you know she's the executive producer at Thirty Rock and mm. all uh, the show Thirty Rock and all that stuff. And oh, I wow. think it's a, a nice and, uh, Kimmy Schmidt, right? And Kimmy Schmidt at the time, um, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt wasn't out. Oh, okay, but. She's a boss. She was the head writer at, at Saturday Night Live and all that type of stuff. And how people receive a woman boss is just different. It's she hard touched on that on the episode. Uh, yeah. He called her a cunt. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he couldn't say the word on exactly. NBC. But, um, yeah, no, that's the worst. Like you said, it's, it's not shown. I think if we did see it, and one thing you were saying, like, yo, you know, as far as like uh like just when you hear the word strength and, and whatnot, like you kind of think of um just like, masculinity and you know what i mean it, it you know goes back to males and it's like once i believe if if you've seen females in these roles because there are females who actually you know make shit happen and who are bosses and who move but unfortunately it we just don't have that 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 what's the word i'm looking for we don't je ne sais quoi <laughs> <laughs> this cat man yeah we just you just don't see it you know what i mean so I don't know, but at the same time too, ladies keep working because we work even when when you know what I'm saying they they don't see us that we don't do it for that you know what I mean so shout out to all the lady bosses out there that's making it happen and uh you know what I mean for real I, I think it's a double edged sword because then you, you uh I think you touched on the cattiness that could um 
be between two women. Um, so a woman might not want a woman boss because oh well she was my coworker before and we didn't get along. So now if she becomes my boss. Eh, I, I ain't going for that. But that's not what every that, like, and that's that. I think that's that's like a a, a blindfold too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's not with every woman though. No, nah, like, not with at all. Would, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like unfortunately. Because, you know, the characteristics of some women is kind of like, you know, it, people apply that for for all of us. But, you know, nah, not every woman is caddy, just like with you guys. Like, if you working in the same field with a guy, like, you know. I don't and have that issues. motherfucker, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes, I don't have issues working for women, though. Like, my, I, I, vo- I voted for Hillary. Like, I don't have issue with that. But I think even with the Hillary <laughs> thing, there was like. Y'all liberals be wilding. <laughs> like, like, yo, I'm with you. I'm fucking, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking the women. Nah, I'm fuck but, women. I, I was saying, like, even with Hillary, it was like, it wasn't even that women were against Hillary. I think there was a, a population out there that really thought a woman can't run the country. No, you know what I'm you're saying? definitely and, right. Yeah, and it, it, that's dangerous when it's women believing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's dangerous it's part, altogether. It's, it's, even it's a messed up mindset. It, but. Well, I mean, when I, and when I mentioned that whole mainstream thing, I th- it's, it's, a, it's a mindset. It's a, it's, um, it's just pervasive. It's just deep in the mind. And even if you're part of that minority group, you subscribe to it. So when you take black people, black people in 2007 to 2008, they were, they were riding with Hillary Clinton. Yeah. They didn't even believe Barack Obama could do it. They were like, man, this can't happen. I'm rolling with Hillary. I think she's the closest thing to it. Mm-hmm. Then they realized the dude, he could do his thing, and they then they rode with him. So that's just to show that even though you're part of the minority group, you still believe in the things that the that the mainstream or the majority believe in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so even what's, women what's traditional. Believe, yeah, yeah exactly. that traditional belief. Like, you know what I mean? That, that foundation is fucking trash. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, that mindset, like, even if you look at the generation now from everything, like, it's so different. It's so different. When you think about, I uh, remember we was even just talking about like just the different music and, you know, how some songs and artists just don't last and shit like that. Like it, we're in a whole different wave nowadays. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And like how we've even said it on previous podcasts, how we were like, yo, the um the microwave generation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like if we come from the era where it's like, yo, steady. What was it? Steady wins the race. Yeah, slow, slow and steady. Slow and steady wins the race. They want to see it so fast where it's just like, you know what I'm saying? If it doesn't happen overnight, mm-hmm. it's impossible to them. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, that's why it was beautiful seeing Obama come through and like, you know what I mean? Rocking out how he did. Because slow like you it. said, yeah, mm-hmm. like his grind was, you know what I'm saying? Slow and steady. And he just popped out of nowhere. I mean, to be fair, though, sort of slow and steady. He yeah. made a speech in 2004 and then he wasn't even a senator yet. Then he became a senator. Then four years later. He went from being a, a like a local politician to the president of the United States in a matter of four years. So, you know, I mean, Slow, granted, yeah. he he worked. I mean, that's fast. But he granted, he worked his whole life to get where he's yeah, at. That's he what I'm he yeah. was the most elite person in every setting he was in. Yo, so, and that's what I mean. Like, yo, you know what I mean? That type of that type of mindset too. Like, you don't we don't really have that like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I know, yeah, I know. Like, we're dealing with you know what I'm saying kids and shit mm-hmm. like that, and these teens. Like, it's, even even just, even the transition from the um. The letter, letter, click a no topic into what you were just talking about. Yeah. I see it with my homeboys in our generation that they want it right away. Hell yeah. And it's like, obviously, everybody wants it right away, but it's like, is it going to be sustained? You get it right away. You know what I'm saying? Are you even ready if it were to come tomorrow? You know what I'm Man. saying? Like the uh, the chance song, are you ready for your blessings? If everything, if you were to get the audience you wanted and everyone to uh, buy into you, are you even ready to maintain that type of audience to keep them? And it's like, they don't even, they don't think like that though. They just want the, the, yeah. the, 
<clears throat> fruit to their labor, so to speak. Which yeah, really no, nah, that's that's real shit. Even when I was uh, like, I had a couple conversations with like some of my other homies, and I'm like, yo, you know what? I'm kind of happy like that I haven't had like the ultimate success you know that level that i would like to reach like i'm happy that it didn't happen to me quite yet because i think about the people that i had around me like i wasn't ready like when i look back at it mm-hmm. a lot of shit that i want i wasn't ready like i I know like people would have ran through my money you know what i'm saying people was running through my money before like i legit wasn't ready i didn't have the right people around me okay you know what i mean even listening to just some of the older music i'm like yo my mindset like i'm i'm more mature i sound different you know mm-hmm. what i mean i look different like i'm ready now and like so cool things are happening and i'm like yo you know what and I've been through shit. So it's like, yo, the shit that I've been Life through helped me prepare. Yeah. yeah, so that process, like, just believing and trusting in the process and, like, you know, just knowing that, you know, it's it's all coming and it's coming as it should. So, you know, sometimes you may feel like, yo, you miss fucking opportunities and shit like that. Like, I used to sometimes, I, and that's why I, we was talking about we're taking vacations and stuff. I'm like, nah, I'm just going to grind, 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 ten toes down, ten toes down. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. I'm looking up, I'm like, yo, like how you saying, fuck that, I'm about to go on this vacation next month. Enjoy. I'm lit. Get, I can't get wait. Get the experience from it. It's gonna add to your to your, your art. Yeah, you know what I'm I can't wait. I'm like, yo, but I'm still gonna thug it out. Cop some USBs and just you know what I'm saying. Pass them out to certain people. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna max out. Like, what mm-hmm. can I do to max out and make sure that I'm actually, you know, what I mean, making it really worthwhile all the way around. So, well, hold up, hold up. Where are you going on vacation? Um, we're going to we're going to Miami. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to Miami and then uh we're uh, taking a cruise to the Bahamas. Oh yeah, yeah. Cruises so up, yeah. yeah, so yo, and I, I've been on vacation. I haven't been on one, man. Remember I say my passport came finally, so you know what I mean. We lit and shit, but passport for um because oh, you got passport. Oh, yeah, yeah, passport. passport. I think it's a passport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, always, what is this? What is this passport? It's always, it's, it's always one. But nah, yeah. Passport. You know what I mean? But you y'all, know how go. Y'all, uh, y'all team iPhone. Anybody team iPhone? Just me. I was. I was. I mean, I got a MacBook. Oh yeah, well, team Apple. Yeah, definitely all day with that. But mm. um. I was gonna say with the new iPhones, they released two of them right next, last week, I believe. Um, the specs on them, they had the iPhone eight. Is that what it's out now? They released three iPhones: the iPhone eight, the iPhone eight plus, and the iPhone ten. Oh shit! What's the plus? It's just bigger version. Of it's 8? Just a bigger, just a bigger eight. They okay. always I mean, do that. That's yeah. their new shit. Like, well, yeah, phablets is the thing now. So, what's a phablet? What do you oh, say? for the big phones, like uh, the six inch oh, phones. Phablets, oh, phablets, like phone tablet. I'm yeah. like, yo, <laughs> I a phablet tablet. Like, fab <laughs> got a deal. Fab with Apple. Y'all some old ass niggas, man. Phablets. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real. Fa- yeah, phablets is the thing. So everybody got to make the the six inch screen phone. Yeah, I, I don't know. I. I once I came over, once my iPhone stopped working, I ain't gonna front. I tried to fucking my screen broke. Yeah, I tried to fix it myself. I went <laughs> nah, from like <laughs> I learned how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I went from a six to back to one of my um my old phones like to an iPhone four. That should turn you into a three. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yo, because I had to use the old one because my drink was messed up. It was it was bad. It was yeah, bad. Yeah, I've learned with the screen thing. You just gotta bite the bullet and pay the yo pay Apple to do it because then you you had a backup. I, I tried to research it. I went on um to eBay, watched some some YouTube and shit. A lot of I'm people. Like, yo, I'm yeah, I'm like, like yo. No, I fucked the phone up trying to fix the screen <laughs> that was, myself. That was I, me. I, I destroyed it. I just said fuck it, niche. Like, yeah. and I took the whole day to try to like get it right. Mr. Screw had to open. The whole shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then, yeah, then I lost some screws. Yeah, so I, yeah, my uh, my my little company that I had started all ended the same day. <laughs> what's well, the new features though? What's the so what's the eight? It was so special about it. Uh, the eight doesn't really. It's, it's not that much different. I don't know exactly exactly what the difference are. Right? The same screen, uh, same same resolution, all that stuff. The cameras, yeah. 
it's an upgrading camera. That's about it. It's a little bit lighter. It's ten grams lighter. The mm. real, the real star of the show is the iPhone ten because it has like the infin- X. You mean Julia. iPhone X, bro? Right? They pronounce it ten. ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
So um, I'll let you talk on that, and then and then me and Keith will. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, pr- pretty much exactly what you just said. I, th- I was all up in the comments. <laughs> I did go to the comments. <laughs> the comments, bad. they they were they were real him. They were like, "Yo, look at them just standing there taking off their ro- their stuff, derobing themselves, <laughs> derobing themselves." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I need me a sh- and then somebody. You know, people going crazy, like, yeah, I need me a strong black nigga to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I read it, to shoot these baskets. Like, yo, like, yo that's how I read it, though. Like, you heard the, you heard the redneck. Yeah, I was like, okay, like, this ain't, this ain't wave. But a piece of me kind of felt like that when I did see it, when you when you look mm-hmm. from the woke eye, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got to have the woke eye. You woke eye. Yeah. When you got the woke eyes, it's, it's real serious. But at the same time, too, um... On the other end, it was just like, yo, like, shout out to, you know what I'm saying, the NBA saluting our black kings. That's yeah. how somebody else said it. And I was like, you know what? Hmm. There weren't any white athletes, not as you mentioned, there were not any white athletes up there. Um, yeah. To be fair, who are they going to put? Gordon Hayward? Gordon Hayward for the Boston Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> I think that nigga got a Reebok deal, right? I don't know if he does, but he just looked like he wear Reebok. <laughs> 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 I, I don't even know I can't who that verify is. that fact, but he has to be wearing Christoph, Reebok. Christoph uh, Porzingis. Who's he signed to? You not signed to Nike? He's signed to that shit that Clay Thompson <laughs> signed to. What's that shit called? <laughs> the Korean brand? Yeah, that shit. He got some shacks on his feet. We got the Chimbos. <laughs> <laughs> he got the Cam Calloway joints. <laughs> got the original Elijah ones. <laughs> Remember? He said the Chimbos. Nah, um, all right. Well, I guess I'll be that guy. I didn't see the slavery thing when I looked at it. I was... I guess because I just recognize Because you ain't woke. You voted for Trump, man. Yeah, you ain't woke. Like, <laughs> I'm sleeping. I guess. Where your woke guy at, boy? I seen the video, and I'm like, all right, multi-millionaires wearing dope outfits and showing it off. Um, if anything, I got the vibe that they were like, they're, they're athletes, and mm-hmm. they were asked to be male models, which is not their job description. And they're black. Yeah, and they're black. But, they, you know, I don't get the slavery thing, because... It's so far from what an actual auction block looks, you know what I'm saying? I don't think slaves would sign up for that shit. I, I would. I'd be like, yo, sign me up for that shit, bro. <laughs> I'm good. I'm you you heard it first here. I don't even know. heard it first here. DJ Playboy even... said, sign me up for slavery. Word. <laughs> yo, sign me up for slavery. I can't even on the look at you to say. With exclusive Nike <laughs> shit. Sign me up for that. These dudes volunteer for it. I don't, I don't like using slavery for things that motherfuckers, one, get paid for, two, signed up to be for. Like, slavery, motherfuckers that take it from their home and put it on the stage, you know what I'm saying? And pick them prior to that. I was uh, talking to Keith in the pre-show. If you want to compare something to slavery, look at the NFL Combine. That's some slavery shit right there. They literally <laughs> poking pride at you. Yeah, in your drawers, you know what I'm saying? Be like, oh, this, this nigga got big shoulders. <laughs> this nigga got big thighs. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not, not to that extent, but it's along the same lines. Yeah. And even that, I'm not even going to use the term and disrespect um, the institution of uh, uh, the, what our people went through with slavery because there's, not, there's a million, multi, multi-million dollar deal at the end of that. You know what I'm saying? There's... They're also signed up to be there, you know what I'm saying? So I don't like comparing the two. Yeah, well, I mean, you can, but that that just goes on the other end, too. It made me think even deeper. Like, you can be a slave to your lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, it, it, you know, yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. could definitely happen, or you know what I'm saying? Or if, like, Nike would ask them to do something that they felt uncomfortable doing, and if they were getting a check from it, you mean? The, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They obligated to I do mean, it? yeah, it's like, you know, even though they're getting millions, like, sometimes motherfuckers be... Like feeling the worst, all depressed, and you know what I'm saying. Got to move and, and and groove this way. Same thing, like you know how we see on the entertainment, on the music side. Like yo, like when we look at Kanye, for instance. Like you know, we talk about this whole Illuminati thing and all that. I mean, that's I know I'm going extra with it, but looking at it from the other side, it's just like okay, well. What they say, Kanye part of Illuminati? 
No, I'm saying, like, as far as they say, like, you know, when you sell your soul and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, you know, you can be enslaved to, like, that lifestyle or whatever it is that you're doing, like. It, it, it's very possible. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not com- I, once again, hey, hey, once again, like Playboy, I am not, you know, comparing the two, but I'm just yeah, saying you can just be. Saying sign you up for it. Like yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, also, you gotta I'm woke, Nike. though. I'm woke. You gotta I'm remember woke. Nike, uh, away from the race thing, Nike empowers these athletes more than their actual teams do. Well, a lot of these athletes get paid more from Nike than they do get paid from the from the Boston Celtics, the New York Knicks. The, uh, Odell Beckham got, gets paid more from Nike than he gets paid from the New York Giants. I mean, endorsements is real. Yeah, Tiger, yeah. Tiger Woods got more love from Nike than he did at home. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Real though, they stuck with him. <laughs> Does he have an avenue or something in Beaverton named after him? I went Shout out to Tiger Woods. I, I get what you're saying, Niche. I just don't see the slavery thing. But the one thing that pained me personally when you think about, when I think about me growing up as a young black child in Brooklyn and, you know, experience, not experiencing any kind of slavery that's like to compare to Jim Crow or slavery yeah. or, or anything like that. But um, I looked at this. And deep in my heart, what I felt, like, I just thought to myself, I'm like, the Cavs sent J.R. Smith to represent them in his jersey unveiling, nigga. All niggas. And then, there's some dude who I'm not quite sure who it is, is wearing the 4-5 for Chicago Bulls right next to J.R. You rocking 4-5? He rocking the 4-5. I was like, that shit is gangster. Oh, uh, Denzel Valentine. Yes. And I I was like, wow. Um, So, I guess... I mean, that thought's not as profound as the whole slavery thing, but... Is that his I, real number? Yeah, it's gotta be. He wouldn't wear someone else's Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, he <laughs> in a 4-5, but... You was looking at it from just like, yo, like, oh, wow. It looks good, I, da, da, da. Like, so, you're, you're into the... you like, why they sent J.R. Smith? Like, yeah, the first yeah, thing yeah. I said, I was like, yo, Cap sent J.R. Smith. I'm like, but KD is up there, too. But I'm like, KD is ride or die Nike. The slavery, I, I think... With... With all the information we have access to, we're very woke. But I think sometimes it could go too far. The slavery thing here, I, I didn't see. So too woke. We too woke with this Nike thing, or what? That's what yes. we. Yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. want to reach the point where where like uh, police brutality <coughs> happens, and, and you know, like the response will be like, "Well, he shouldn't have ran," or "What do you all guys always complain about?" Or "What about black on black?" We're not going to that extent of it. But also, I do think that there's a stretch sometimes where people are like, "That's racist," but your homeboy just called you the N word five times. You didn't have a problem with that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or whatever the case may be. So. It's a certain, or or, or right. boy made a stereotypical joke. You didn't think that was wrong, you know what I'm saying? But you're quick to jump on that, and and I, I agree with that, that. That we are certain things. We're like, oh, that, that's racist. And, yeah. and, and you know, I, and I do get that sometimes. Like if you say, oh, well, that's racist, and it, it may actually be racist, and maybe some folks just don't understand why and the nuances of racism. The big thing here is using using slavery as his hammer. Like you're just pulling out this hammer and using it whenever you want. Like slavery, that's the same thing as calling somebody Hitler. Like you can't. You have to think about what you're doing before you call somebody by the name of a dude who killed millions, millions of people. people just because their faith and how they look. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they look not too not too different from him. So, from Hitler. So yeah, the slavery thing. I, I think it was just too far of a leap because if you look at the this is that's how sports is. We unveil these people. And you look at the LeBron's opening press conference for the Heat when he was sitting there with with uh, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and saying all the dumb shit, the mm, one, the two, one, the two. Yeah, that, wait, that wait, 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 what was he talking about? So How that, many championships they're going to win? And he was basically when he first signed up to Miami. When he first signed up for Miami, they had this big unveiling of the, the big three. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, it had the same exact um, aesthetic. They were in, you know, 
basketball stadium lighting, like halftime show lighting, mm-hmm. and they were on stage just chilling there. Same thing with All Star games, the same exact aesthetic. I just think that coming off of the 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 heels of the NFL, the ESPN NFL fantasy show, maybe it's fresh, <laughs> maybe it's fresh in the minds where they have that that scene that's reminiscent of the movie Get Out, and you're auctioning black dudes. Yeah, because that was to explain this, explain the ESPN thing. Uh, Kiefer brought it up in the pre-show. Um, there was they were fantasy the same way you you would pick people in fantasy football, but they did it as an auction style. But the, in a just, in a meadow. Yeah, yeah, it was outdoors too. Yeah, so it kind of had that vibe. But um, it was weird because he's holding up a head of Antonio Brown, which is you know a dark-skinned um, African American player, and there was nothing but white people in the crowd actually bidding on him. So it had that imagery of it. That even I, I was a bit of a stretch too, but wow. that, I could see more so yeah. if you want to, you know, because wow. I was kind of you look at it, you just start laughing. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I, I, I can see that one a little bit more. But, <sighs> What, what, what I get, what, and why me and Keith, it's kind of dangerous to decide that we're on, because yeah. we don't want you to think that, all right, now everything's going to fly, and you, you could just do some wild shit, because um, yeah. my homeboy at work, he said he had to stop following a fellow co-worker, because he had a meme up, and uh, I guess half of it was like a black guy saying, 9-11 happened so long ago, get over it. And then underneath it was a white person saying uh, slavery happened so long ago, get over it. And I'm like, I didn't know black people had a problem with 9-11. So I was kind of like, don't know about a definition. <laughs> I think you just wanted to diss slavery. Yeah. So I told yeah. black people to get over it with that meme. And I understood why well, he didn't get in an argument with him. He just unfollowed him or whatever. But because that, that's you can't make sense out of nonsense. You know what I'm saying? But like that's that's the danger of it. When we start saying, well, that's not that's not slavery. That's not slavery. Something is going to come out that, you know what I'm yeah. saying, is very offensive. And I, I commend everyone that's woke. I think, you know. Get them. Like, it's like when people diss Beyonce, the Beehive is on it in 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, but it, does everyone really deserve Everything doesn't really deserve that backlash. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. This in particular, man. <laughs> this one, right? Yeah. Really, you should be relishing in the fact that the Cavs set J.R. Smith to represent them <laughs> in the fucking jersey unveiling, okay? This and even um, to segue to keep it with the ESPN uh, fantasy auction that they had, your homegirl Jamel Smith of uh, Legend. <laughs> Legend. SC6. Jamel Hill. They're not married yet, nigga. <laughs> you said Jamel Smith? Did I say Jamel Smith? Oh, my fault. Jamel Hill. Fault. <laughs> I'm thinking of Mike Smith, or, uh, her co host. <laughs> he said they're not married yet. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, she had some uh, tweets this week that got her in a little bit of hot water mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about the uh, president. Uh, they, she, I will read her tweets actually right now on September 11th at 7.55. So I can't even really say she was drunk text, drunk tweeting because it was pretty early in the, <laughs> in the evening, but 7.54 is a long early enough to be drunk. I was about to say, I like to get a little bit <laughs> early, you know? There are no typos, though, so I can't, can't really the drunk tweeting. <laughs> no typos. <laughs> she good. Um, Donald Trump, this is her first tweet. Donald Trump is a white supremacist who has largely surrounded himself with other white supremacists, which, you know, is the craziest tweet. Facts. You know I mean? Yeah. Facts. Um, next one which came four minutes later, uh, Trump is the most ignorant, offensive president of my lifetime. His rise is a direct result of white supremacy, period. Facts. She probably was sitting in her bed with her motherfucking bonnet on her head. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Feet crossed. Go ahead, no. Burning incense. <laughs> Shit just started to get to her. You can like... Burning that Egyptian musk. <laughs> <laughs> Bumping old Erica Badu. Word. Oh, you hear in the background. Four minutes later, and all of them say replying to Donnie Parlock. So I'm not sure if she's in a back and forth conversation. Oh, okay, with him, okay, okay. But it says replying to him and two others. Um, 
he is unqualified and unfit to be president. He is not a leader. And if he were not white, he never would have been elected. That was after that had to be after the first glass. That she was, definitely <laughs> had, yeah, she was, was like, yo, let me feel that shit. Like, oh, let me run this shit back. <laughs> let me take these four minutes and uh, freshen my drink. Word. Uh, one minute after that, damn, she kind of speeded it. Uh, Donald Trump is a bigot. Glad you could live with voting for him. I couldn't because I cared about more than just myself. Facts. Um, and I, I'm not sure if they open up. There are more. <laughs> there are more. Facts. She said a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. I guess she's, they skipped this one. Um, the height of white privilege is being able to peacefully ignore his white supremacy. She had two peace signs around the word ignore. Uh, so I'm guessing peacefully ignore his white supremacy because it's of no threat to you. Well, it's a threat to me. Um, which is a true statement. That is white privilege. You can't ignore stuff like that. Um, however... Her job is a sports talking head. I guess you know, like, what do they call them? They're not sports broadcasters. But uh, she, she opines basically on um, sports. She's okay. a sports journalist. Yeah, yeah, sports journalist is a better way to say it. Um, so she, and she works for uh, ESPN, which is owned by Disney. Um, so, you know, obviously they have rules on behavior and uh, conduct codes and things like that. Um, which is, I think that's the only thing she violated, her company's uh, conduct and policy rules, which she might not have even been fully aware of at the time when she made the comments. Um, She's aware of it. Yeah, yeah, because you see other people get fired yeah. for, for less. But um, She's hella smart, man. She, I, I, I don't really know what inspired it. I mean, he's been the president for a while. He's He's been what she described him as for a while. I don't know what made it come out on September 11th on that day. I, I, I'm assuming it's a, a conversation she was having with someone. Yeah, that's what that's what it probably, I mean, that's that's the feeling I get from it. You know what I mean? And I think from we all are um, in agreement. She didn't do anything wrong from a citizen standpoint. You know what I mean? Like, if it was me, you, or Keith, or Nish, or... Um, we it wouldn't be anything wrong with what she did. However, yeah. it's just her Twitter followers or her Twitter audience is largely based off of her sports broadcast or sports her job job. Mm-hmm. Which and you know what I'm saying so there's kind of like an ESPN attached to everything that she does. Um, she's done other things. She did a town hall with President Obama last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean. Because of probably her, her fame of ESPN and stuff like that. Oh, it was ABC. So one, so uh, and family. It's Disney. a family relation between them and Disney. Yeah, uh, it, Disney owns ABC. Yeah. Disney got money. Yeah, but then all yeah, Disney's just trying to own a bunch of content companies. <laughs> but she didn't really do anything. When I when I heard she was going to be on it, I was excited. I'm a huge fan of Jamel Hill. Oh, the town hall you talking about? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, town yeah. hall, and then she handed the mic to somebody. I think she got to answer, uh, ask a question or something, or just say, "Hey, I'm honored to meet you, Mr. President." So she pretty much just got the fame of being there. And, and she was there. <laughs> they kind of like, all right, let's throw the throw, throw the black journalist out there, kind of for her face. I got what you're saying. I think she she was qualified and everything, but it was it was it was weird. So I thought maybe she was gonna participate in a very meaningful way, but she really didn't. She yeah. was holding the microphone for like the audience members. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> called her a mic stand. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously ESPN first came out with comments saying that they don't support her her comments and that she was reprimanded. Um, and then over the weekend, uh, John Skipper um, stated, he's the head of ESPN, stated that ESPN is not a political organization. Um, we have social media policies which require people to understand that social platforms are public and their comments will reflect on ESPN. Um, at a minimum, comments should not be inflammatory or personal. That's the slave master talking. Ooh. <laughs> he had a violation of these standards in the recent days, and our handling of this is a private matter. 
She was that slave stuff? Yeah. Back to that. <laughs> I remember when Andre Iguodala, he made that slave comment during the um the season. No one understood what he meant, but he was like, Massa don't want me to play. I can't be throwing that slave stuff around too much, man. Like, yeah. you must stop taking that shit serious when some shit like this, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, might actually like happen, you know what I mean? Because I, not for nothing, I have heard them talk about Trump on ESPN before, you know what I'm saying? Not excessively, but I've heard... They've, they've said stuff, yeah. yeah. I think that on ESPN, they tend to try to keep it factual, um, when they talk about Trump, if they talk about like Pussygate or something like that, or, or, or we haven't said that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 um, Eyes lit up. Players. Pussy. <laughs> Pussy. They talk about championship teams boycotting the, the White House and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So they try to keep it sports related. They, right? they, and also they try to keep it factual. So if they talk about something wacky, you said they may call, say, call it incendiary remarks or something like that. Yeah, you know? back to the pussy because Playboy. <laughs> Yo, Playboy is a funny dude. Hey, we haven't talked about uh, that in a while. Yeah, nonsense, we about a pussy in about two, three weeks. <laughs> oh, so, do you man. think she? Do y'all think that she should have stuck to sports? Um. Yeah, on her on her Twitter. Oh no, 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 nah, because she was home. If she had did this on Sports Center Six, then I'd be like, you know, that's wrong. Or maybe she did it on her. They used to have a podcast on ESPN, um, radio, whatever. If she had done it there, but um. Their policy is literally, you know, you're on, you represent ESPN at all times. So to give you an example, Marcellus Wiley of Sports Nation, he's he's going to be on tonight's episode of Bowlers, um, or he he filmed. The, he doesn't know if it made got edited out or not, but he said during his scene of filming it, he was with other NFL players. They were getting a little uh, HBO ish where they could say whatever they want to say um, and use certain language. And he was like in the back of his mind, he's like, I work for Disney. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't gonna have me up here cussing, saying all types of wild shit. So it's like. Um, that's something you got to be aware of because yeah. it's an at-will company. They can fire you whenever they want to, you know what I'm saying, and, and not have a reason for it. So. I don't know. I salute her just because, like, you know, if she, she, so many people feel the way that she actually, you know what I'm saying, what she actually said. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with expressing yourself. But, you know, and I understand that, you know, she represents this type of brand and they don't really, you know what I'm saying, go all political or whatever. But it's like, yo, it's like you said, she didn't do it live, right? She did it on her own page. You know, like, did she add them or anything? She just expressed herself. No, there's no ads on it. Yeah, so, like, you know what I mean? She reply to somebody named Donnie. Yeah, I, I just feel like, too, like, every time, like, someone expresses themselves that's of color. It's offensive to society? Yeah, like, it's like, yo, like, okay, well... Fuck that, you know what I mean? And now she has to get reprimanded. Like, she didn't sit here and say anything about killing them or anything. You know what I mean? Like, there's been so many different um, scenarios. Like, I remember a while ago where um, the lady uh, mentioned something about uh, killing um or, or grab it. Remember with uh, Snoop Dogg and Lil Bow Wow yeah, and all that they shit? Should be, they should be they should, yeah, like, like, come on. like, And that's, like, come on. Now, had, had it been reversed, now what if she, what if she was black? And, like, they said that about Justin Bieber. Yeah. Come on. Like, it, it would have been something else. And, unfortunately, like you said, it's it's crazy that, like, you know, like how you saying, like, going with with being too woke. But at the same time, too, like, you got to be, yo, because shit, 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 shit is real. Like you said, it's it's really real. And, unfortunately, this is the type of climate that, that's, that we're in right now and in the, in the world is you got to be woke, man. You got to be woke. And I. That's why I like I, sometimes I like to just zone out and do other shit where I could just relax. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm woke 24 <laughs> <laughs> 7. Like, I want to sleep sometimes. Let me close my eyes. Okay. 
when you see a, a black person striving for success and like yeah. Janelle Hill, she's definitely yeah. like a, a role model. Mm -hmm. um, for people in general, for women, for black people, all that stuff, black people are working for a day in which they can tell somebody just fuck you and not, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Jamel Hill's and secure enough in a job that if God forbid she were to lose her job, she'll, she'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? She's going to find some kind of outlet to outlet uh, for which she can sh still share her sports journalism or whatever journalism she chooses to do. Like, she'll be okay. Yeah. Um, well, well, to answer your question, what I was going to say with it is um, I think more change could be done from inside than outside. So as I look at the Kaepernick situation, with him being on the outside of the NFL, I think he would have had... If, as long as he kept his job secure and made sure he was in the NFL, that voice or that protest that he's doing would have been wouldn't be falling on deaf ears. Um, mm. So I, with the Jamel Hill situation, it, we assume she has something lined up or that she could find bounce back. But there are certain companies that could blacklist you for certain, having certain opinions, and I think that she can invoke more change and have more heard the message that she's trying to express with the power that she has being on the ESPN with the platform that she has, and I wouldn't want to see her lose that. You know what I'm saying? Just because she wanted to express her opinion. I, I wanted her to find... Because there, there's ways to do it. You know what I'm saying? There's a platform to do it. And, she, and I, I, don't, I don't think she did anything wrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You should be... There, I've, there were a lot of journalists that said things about President Obama when he was in... in oh, office. yeah. They, they, they murdered to, him. <laughs> exactly. I just don't want her to lose her position um, yeah. because, of, because of it. You know and that, that, that's the same thing, too, though. Like, you know, why... Maybe she's always felt like that with respect to what you're saying, like, on the other end, though. Like... Why Why should she, because she has a great job and she's on ESPN, why should that muffle her? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, about, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like you said earlier, with the slave, being a slave to your uh, income or yeah, being a slave to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Well, the truth is that it should mute her because ESPN has values, especially that it's a content company and a subsidiary of Disney. It should have rules like that. And so shit should don't get be, out of hand. I got she you. She should be muted. However, mm. I don't, I think that she... If if she if she wanted to propagate if she wanted to propagate that yeah. viewpoint of you know Trump's a white supremacist and all that stuff and his rise is is due to white supremacy and by the way there's an article by Tana Heisey Coates it was uh, published on September seventh uh -huh. it's the title it's the first white president and he talks about Donald Trump's rise and um, and how it goes how Donald Trump's rise and the res I guess a resurgence or uh, or repopularity of white supremacy go hand in hand. Yep. But anyway, she can her voice could with regards to this would be a lot more powerful if she were outside of the company. Where when you look at it, she did this outside of the company. You know what I'm saying? She everyone Man. had to say this is Jamel Hill's um perspective or her opinions. Same thing with Kaepernick. What he did, even though he's not in the NFL and it sucks that it seems that his career is for all intents and purposes, over or, or at least he could be nowhere. like a motivational speaker or something. Something. Yeah. I don't know how much of his opinion. Yeah, uh, that's, his opinion is worth hearing. I never really heard he him talk. A, he has a deep, deep cult following. You look at all these people sitting for the um, the anthem. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He he started that no, stuff. No, like think, he, he yeah, took he, a fall for it. Yeah, but his voice. If he were in the league, he couldn't say anything. He would probably keep. Well, he's he's out the league because he was sitting or kneeling for the yeah, flag. Yeah, yeah. So. I couldn't even say he would be keep he would keep sitting for or sitting or kneeling for the flag. Yeah. He just had to take the L. He which came is out unfortunate. And said he, he said he wouldn't have even if he came back this season, he wouldn't have kneeled. 
for the anthem. Oh, he said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that was, he was trying to get a job, you know, you know what I'm saying? So he's saying that's nothing to worry about, kind of. Yeah, I mean, he took. I mean, I don't know if he intended, if he saw all of this coming, but his cause is so big, or, what, you know, what he was trying to bring awareness around is so big now because he can't get a job when you think about yeah. it. And he just, he's a martyr. Mm-hmm. It, the only thing I say with him is I'm, I'm not... You, you don't hear him speak that much. Some of the things that he's done seem like they weren't fully thought out before they were done. The, the pigs on the socks, the uh, Fidel Castro T-shirt, um, and others. You know what I'm saying? Something he had. The, uh, he has a. I don't know if it's still up on his Instagram, but it was a post that said uh, slate. Sorry, it said it was a police badge, and it said modern day slave catchers. You know what I'm saying? So it's. it's I guess when you create that, he could be. And you know what I'm saying? His, he's entitled to his opinion. He could be 100 percent right. I just haven't heard him personally say enough from his own mouth to make me think that, you know what I'm saying, he, he could be a speaker or some sort, or he could have some sort of influence. Like, I think this situation is because, is creating his cult following as a, like, I would buy a Kaepernick jersey just to show support. You know what I'm saying? But I don't necessarily know if he's the one that should be leading the, leading the, the front lines of that fight, but it remains to be seen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, hopefully one day he will talk, and one day he will have something to say, you know what I'm saying, about the situation that could add meaningful... Uh, dialogue to it maybe he shouldn't be the mouthpiece for this but he is he, not the mouthpiece so to speak but he's an icon of it um he was thrust into it when you think about i don't just like i don't like tossing around sleeve or hitler i don't like comparing like good people yeah i don't oh, damn dog there's <laughs> a lack of creativity but martin luther king didn't he didn't choose to be the leader of the the um the whole civil rights thing as big as it was he said all right whatever i'll i'll well I mean, he was more enthusiastic than that. But they <laughs> tra- they recruited him though. Yeah. They recruited him to do it, and he, I don't think he envisioned it being being as um, consequential as it as it became. Mm-hmm. But back to Kaepernick to really bring it back to reality. I don't want to be a, you know call him Martin Luther King or even compare him to compare him to the Martin Luther King. But he was he was thrust into it. Circumstances called for it. He subscribed to an idea. He had a platform, and he exercised his beliefs through his clothing and, and his actions and all that stuff i agree with you and you said they probably weren't well thought out he probably thought it was just you know i'm whatever i'm the quarterback for the 49ers mm-hmm. and it'll just whatever it's kind of yeah. similar it's similar to when uh bomani jones wore that cleveland caucasians t-shirt on on television oh, mike and mike yeah yeah um he probably thought oh this is a cool shirt um, it, which which of, they asked him to take off in the next and, segment. And exactly, he zipped, he zipped his hoodie up yeah. after that. Damn. And it wasn't as it wasn't as detrimental to his. It wasn't detrimental at all to his career. It seems. I, I think that was. I love how he did that though, because yeah. I'm like, you got to sit here and with yeah. the Indians and the Redskins, but the second he put Caucasians on a shirt, you kind of had it put back in your face, and you saw it how offensive it is. You know what I'm saying? And the, the same way you wanted to react to it is the same way that Native Americans feel about it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. in the con, but in the once again, this goes back to ESPN should be muting people exactly. because you, that's what just that's they have to preserve the Disney brand. You're there yeah. to talk football and basketball. Yeah, exactly. So maybe if he wore it in public or something like that, um, you know, I mean, yeah. Cap went far, but the pigs on the socks and that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Where? Oh, yo, and that's the thing though too. Like we were just saying, no, no, I was just uh, thinking about how how powerful that moment with him has like resonated and like just pretty much trickled down to everyone because there was even this uh got a march yeah and there was even this one kid i don't know if you guys were aware um from eastern michigan he he was 11 well he is 11 and um he didn't stand up for the pledge 
and oh, the teacher yeah. kind of like yoked them real quick. Like you know what I mean? Like, like make awesome. stand up. Yeah, like get your ass up. Yeah. So like black teacher. Um, it was a white teacher. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I guess like right now the teacher is out right now. I don't know if it's paid leave or whatever the whole situation is, but... Well, wasn't that... The, that was a big thing with the Pledge of Allegiance back in the day, right? When kids, you had to say um, one nation up. under God. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember that was a thing, but some kids didn't want to say it. And... I think the issue of it was, was um, uh, church and state stuff. Yeah. That, that was like the big... That, that, that was like the linchpin that... that uh, you know that kind of shifted the that issue one way or the other for people to agree or disagree with it. It was the under, under one God thing. Yeah, yeah. But it, it reminds me of this because it's like as a kid in a classroom, your power you have but so much power. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you you kind of got to do what the teacher said. But if that's against your views, you know what I'm saying? You could at that age you could be young enough to have your own personal yeah. views on something like that. And certain I think certain cultures or religions didn't want to pledge. To a flag and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, and I, I actually too. Let me let me take that back. Um, as far as knowing if the teacher is white or black, I don't know. Okay. But how would you like? That's the thing too. Even with race. So if it's the not teacher, a race issue to yeah, and that's what I was about to say too. Like, it, like the media will go extra him. You know what I'm saying? With a with a white teacher, like if it's white teacher with black, black too, yeah. but if it was black black or white white, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wouldn't be as crazy. Like we're so ready. For all the up. race shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we're we're on edge, you know what I mean? It's so contextual. That's the context in which we live. That we're th- it's top of mind the whole race thing. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're white or black, even the people saying why is it all always got to be about race? Yeah. They're thinking about race also because of the times that exactly. we're exactly. You were here last week, Keith, but we uh, brought up the Michael Bennett arrest. Or oh, sorry, he was detained by the cops for a few minutes. Um, and the cop put a gun to his head. But the statement that the uh. They, oh, that's they were having the an cop, investigation right? about. Yeah. He felt the need. The, the officer felt the need to say that there was two Hispanic cops, as if there can't be some type of uh, wrongdoing mm. <laughs> from the from the police because there were no white officers involved. And I was like, you got to start thinking bigger than that, bro. It's not. It, it, it might seem like we're always making something a race thing, but uh-huh. we just want fair treatment. It don't got to be white versus black. Yeah, you up. know what I'm saying? We just want fair treatment. And that's all. That also shines a light on people having a limited understanding of racism which is fair because racism is such a huge large topic with different things to to flower out of it um when we think about hispanic on black crime or black on black hispanic on black uh discrimination or racism or hispanic on hispanic racism Mm -hmm. like all that racism stuff is not just white to black and i think that's the limited view of it which a lot of us grew up understanding but now that we're learning more, I think this is a great time to lay all those puzzle pieces on the table and really pick each of them out and yeah. pick them apart. When we think about George Zimmerman, Hispanic on black, mm-hmm. um, the black on white with the cop, the cop in I think Minnesota shot that, that woman. woman. Yeah, from out the country. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and um, people, they like I said, you, you they they're quick to just throw that race thing right out there, which is why I can understand white frustration sometimes and like. Well, we're not the only racist ones. Or why is this all, like I just don't like you. I don't want to be out, out and hate black people. You know what I'm saying? So I could I could kind of uh, empathize with that for a little bit. But you know what I'm saying at the end of the day, yeah. it, it, it fair treatment, fair, fair treatment, treatment, and titties, right? And boobs, right? And boobs. Fox What to to put a pin on um, the Jamel Hill thing? It looks like they were trying to replace her, even for like maybe a week suspension or something like that. And they weren't even able to find, from what I understand, people to replace her. Black magic. They, they, they agree with her so much, right? Oh, they wanted black, they wanted black replacements, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I was just saying black magic, like uh, black girl magic. You <laughs> well, know I mean? to spe- speaking of black magic, they they were looking for some. Um, 
they were they were trying to get bl- black reporters for ESPN someone to fill a spot for a certain amount of time. That's what the reports say. Yeah. And they couldn't get anyone to do it and I guess they wouldn't dare ask Matthew Barry or or Trent Dilfer <laughs> to fill in. <laughs> is she is she was she apologetic? Yeah, she made comments. Uh she did have a, a, a apology on her um her Twitter page. It wasn't um she apologized for the conduct, but not the viewpoint. Yeah, kind of saying That's that she realized that it, it it reflected poorly upon ESPN, and she wanted to apologize because she knows her actions are always going to reflect upon ESPN. Um, so she did what she she did the cookie cutter, uh, you know what I'm saying, P- political thing. Um, Donald Trump commented on her. Uh, he didn't specifically say her, but he did uh, have a tweet on September 15th saying that ESPN is paying a really big price for its politics. And in the parentheses, in bad programming, people are dumping in record numbers. Apologize for untruth. Whatever. He, he always he <laughs> needs a, he needs to man. apologize to everybody. Apologizing, man. Even, I, I know just to even segue. He was talking about um Kevin Hart Hart's apology oh, too. Oh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, he got caught out there in the streets. Yeah. Yo, listen. Can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah, we got we got a few minutes. We got to wrap it up here, but yeah, Kevin Hart. It looks like he um he dropped an apology on on Twitter or Instagram. I'm not sure. It was a video, um, apologizing to his wife and kids. You know, he didn't get into specifics, but saying that <laughs> <laughs> saying that he could do better. Um, let me get the direct quote here. Oh, sending so many. This is he, this is the quote that he put under the video. Sending so many apologies to my wife and kids. I got to do better, and I will. I'm not perfect. And then he added the video on along with it. Um, and they're saying it's in. Regards to someone trying to extort him, and I guess rather than pay the money, he he went the Charlie Sheen route and just that's a real move. I respect it, but um, and it might is it. I'm seeing somewhere. I don't know. I gotta confirm this or not, but it looks like his ex wife is the one putting the claims out there that he's so she might have been the one trying to blow him up. Uh, Read here, Kevin Hart says all I do is laugh and cryptic response to ex wife Tory uh, cheating claims. So. Seems messy, and there's a lot of money out there. You speak Kevin Hart because he's. he's <laughs> so I wonder. So the joint that he was messing with, we we know her yet, or? It looks like a video surfaced of him. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Um, but this isn't the first cheating allegation he got. Yeah, because his wife is pretty. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I don't. I know that don't stop no real. Yeah, I'm about to say cheating, that's not the you know issue. I mean? right? yeah. Yeah. Once you reach a certain tax bracket, pretty is different. <laughs> yeah. they're, all, they're all pretty to talk to you at that point, but um. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird, yo. Some some people ain't built for it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It could be, it could be, it could be interesting, man. Oh, I mean, because you because you cheat doesn't mean that you're not built for marriage. It just mean means that you're you, not ready. You cheated. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that's true because there's a lot of marriages where people cheat. I think cheating. A lot of people look at it as this absolute thing, a, a, a absolute between. Well, a person didn't cheat, so they're a perfect partner and then the person did cheat therefore they're a terrible partner now i don't think it's so binary yeah so you do you feel though like as far as with cheating if you cheat when you're in a marriage is it like a done deal or like is there any i don't think so reconciling or i definitely think there's reconciling uh Remember, marriages lost uh, are meant to last a really long time and people change if you think about who you were Two years ago, it's a different person than, than who stands. He wasn't here always now. Kevin Hart. He wasn't. He wasn't always this famous. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. He's still adjusting to himself being this person. But that, attention. But if he's apologizing, that shit got to be re- recent. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So, looks like, uh, well, the pictures came out. Uh, he tried to deny it at first. He tried to like laugh it off. He has a beam of himself laughing, and he said at the end of the day, um, 
you just have to laugh at the BS. That was when the first pictures came out of him together in the backseat of a car. Oh, so that shit was real. So, yeah, this he was from... Like, he tried to, like, mm. like brush it under the, 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 the rug, and I guess they had more on him. Yeah. He's like, I <laughs> forgot about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Try to put it under the rug with more shit. Joke. Memory's cloudy. To what Keith was saying about uh, re- reconciliation after cheating, I, I think... I, you know, I'm a man of faith, so you have to forgive people. There's people that I really shouldn't like in life, and then, you know what I'm saying, because of my faith, I have to forgive them. It doesn't necessarily mean I have to get back with them, though, because what I'll say, and, and this leads to our thing earlier where we were talking about uh, women's rights and uh, women being in a position of power, I think society as a whole looks at a man cheating as not as bad as when a woman cheats. Like, man. when a woman cheats, like, damn, girl, you, you a cold-blooded bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when a dude could be doing the same exact shit, and it's just like, Good oh, look at your dog. You did uh, boys being boys, you nah, know what I'm saying? That, that's, it's like, you really did that? Like, she really sat here and hugged up on me and slept but, with me? Like, so. But that's where also where, um, yeah, I remember Amber Rose, that's where she has, like, the whole... Slut walk. That's where that shit came oh, yeah, up. You know what I mean? People try to shame you. Yeah. What's up? A woman do where a man will do the same thing and, and not receive any. But even with that, like you know, what I'm saying she gets backlash with that shit because it's like it's ton of backlash. Yeah, yeah, like just for the name in general. Like I understand the purpose behind it, but she it's literally called a slut walk. Yeah, she Kaepernicked it with that where she didn't put enough out there. She let society kind of build their own judgment of it. And she, without her doing her own explanation yeah, she, she, of it. She's trying to kill double standards. Yeah. I mean, granted, I mean, Jesus Christ, Amber Rose. Like, she had she had that picture of, of her vagina on, on um, Instagram. <laughs> Harry twat. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's another way to phrase it. But, <laughs> yeah, but, like, I mean, Jesus Christ. But, anyway. But, yeah, but the whole cheating thing, I think. So, I've never, I've never knowingly been engaged in a cheating relationship yeah but i did read a getting into my new relationship i did read um a book called after the affair and it was just interesting me just understanding it and not necessarily sticking on the action of cheating but there's there are things behind it there are things that led up to that cheating and the one of the things the book talk about talks about is like the I guess the, the the good party in 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 the couple or the person who didn't cheat, uh-huh. the hurt person, mm-hmm. finding where they can be accountable for what happened, right? Because if a one partner cheats, something happened in the relationship. It wasn't one person was boning the next one and the other person was just a victim. Like we have to think about our relationship as you know. So meaning like this you kind of slipped in some area that caused the cheating. Kinda? I wouldn't call it a slip because that just makes it sound like you're blaming yourself, yeah. but more so like the accountability. What what is my place in, yeah. in, in this whole? What was thing? my role? Yeah. yeah. What was my role? Damn. We got to talk about this next time. Shit, we, opening the door. <laughs> we running tight I mean? on time, but like we gonna we gonna touch on that because that's I like that. That's that's a little, little topic we could talk about um in a future episode. But yeah, we up against it with time, y'all. Yeah, hit us up. Let us know how y'all feel about um you know what I'm saying with the whole cheating thing. Like we about to break that down. Definitely. Like definitely. even what is cheating? I feel like flirting ain't cheating. You know what I'm saying? Nah. But some people feel like it. it well, some people feel sex ain't cheating. Vaginal relations ain't cheating. <laughs> All right, Keith, you're <laughs> <laughs> you talking about ideal situation. Three sums ain't cheating. He looked at me like, look at me like. Three homegirl ain't cheating. Yeah. <laughs> he like, so you mean to tell me? <laughs> you That's mean to tell up. me that ain't. <laughs> shit, I right, well, shit. 
But yo, hold up. Check us out on Instagram. Like Nisha said, holla at us. Let us know your views yeah, on yeah. Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. Check us out SoundCloud.com slash Perfect Talk Radio. We on YouTube. Search the Perfect Talk Podcast. Also, Apple iTunes and um, Apple Podcasts. Check us out on there. Perfect Talk Podcast. Shout out to the whole entire Money Talks Entertainment DJ Show. DJ Sunkiss Fader. It's Perfect Talk and myself. It's, it's Perfect, perfect Touch. touch. <laughs> it's Perfect Touch. And of course, myself, DJ Playboy. Uh, and that's it, man. Uh, check me out on uh, Instagram. Uh, Plick a P-Z, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Nish, tell them where they can find you at. At A-O Nish. That's at A-Y-O-N-I-S-H. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Everything. I, I, everything. Yeah, I'm, I just gave you the handle and I didn't give you the <laughs> And Keith, uh, how were they contacting you? In uh, just hit one of us up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let, let, us, let them know you want to reach out to me. Um, but aside from that, Make sure you open you up a savings account that has a you know a, a, above some of the best interest rates of return on the market. That's at Ally Bank and Capital One three sixty. Check them out, and there's some others too, but those are my favorites. Keep getting the checks. Huh? <laughs> Advertising, but yeah, we are gonna get up out of here. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Say goodbye to the people, y'all. Peace. Take it easy. Yeah.